So welcome to the show, everyone. Today I'm talking to Louise Howard, and Louise is a holistic get-out-of-your-own-way coach, holistic therapist, and a yoga teacher. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Okay, and thanks for having me. Excited to be here too. Amazing. So the first question I like to start off by asking everyone is, what's your morning ritual? My morning ritual is I get up, I have my breakfast, and then I will always meditations. Meditations always, always in there somewhere. As I'm having my breakfast, I'll be listening to an audio book, or I'm studying human design at the moment, so I'll be listening to something about that. And then it depends really. I might do a bit, little bit of journaling or part of it often is as I'm getting ready, I put some music on or I put like a podcast on or YouTube clips or something like that to really kind of rev me up and get me going for the day. So it varies. There's, there's always meditation in there and a couple of other, you know, bits and bobs depending on how I'm, how I'm feeling. So yeah. I love that. What is, what's your type in human design? I'm a manifesting generator, five one profile. So yeah, are you? Do you know? Are you familiar with human design? Um, yeah, I think I've got a good basic knowledge of it. I think there's a lot to know. Oh, there's so much to know. And what are you? I'm a six two projector with emotional authority. Okay, yeah, I love, I love it. I love human design. Yeah. yeah, I just think it's incredibly insightful. Like it just explains so much as to like why no one can be like this rule works for absolutely everyone because it never does. Yeah, exactly. And when I started delving into my profile and, and looking at all of the, you know, the gates and the, you know, how to, your strategy, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, things that are normal and natural to you, but not normal and natural to how we perceive we're meant to live in this world. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh my God, it's almost like I have permission to be me and it was okay to be me. So yeah, yeah quite enlightening for me, human design. I just love it. Yeah, absolutely. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit about your journey to getting to where you are now? Yeah, sure. So back in 2012, I've worked in the travel industry for, you know, since I left school, really, up until 2012, so I was 39. And I think everything just came to a head. I'd always been very insecure, always been very lacking of confidence in how I look, particularly. It was always a, a big thing for me. And when I was in this corporate job, I was traveling a lot. I was traveling from one end of the country to the other. And it was quite a toxic environment. I was like a square peg trying to fit in a round hole, basically. And everything just I, I kind of crashed. I went on a diet and stayed on a diet. So I ended up, and I don't really need to go on a diet. I ended up with anorexia. I was physically ill as well, um, just in this toxic environment. And it was kind of weird. My spiritual path just really landed at, at my feet. I knew I needed help, but I knew it wasn't, you know, a doctor's help. I did go to the doctors for my physical condition, but for everything else, I knew there was something that I needed help with, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the traditional medical practice that I needed help with. So I met a lady in work who was a Reiki master, and she gave me a book by Lorna Byrne, uh, who the sees angels, uh, called Stairways to Heaven. I went for a Reiki treatment and I read the book and I just started asking for help. I didn't know anything about angels or anything about that, but I started to ask for help because in the book, you know, she says they're there for you, they can help you. And then I went to have the Reiki treatment and I, you know, spoke to the lady who did the treatment. She was very much on the spiritual path. 
And then another lady in work was on the spiritual path and I kind of asked her for some more books to read. And, you know, she gave me people like Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer. And, and I just realized, had this massive realization that I was creating my reality. It wasn't happening the other way around. Like I thought it was, you know, the world is bad and I must have done something wrong because nothing goes right for me. And then I went on this massive journey of reading and discovering, you know, Abraham Hicks, Law of Attraction, Wayne Dyer, Gabby Bernstein, all of those people. And I just had a massive like, oh my gosh, there's a different way. Because what I was doing wasn't working. So I knew there had to be, I had to do something. Otherwise my, you know, things weren't looking too good really. Mm, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, and that's how it all started. Mm, amazing. And what was it like for you doing that first Reiki session? Like, did you sort of know what Reiki was about or did you just hear it and you were like, I'm going to try it and see what happens? Well, it was weird really because many years earlier, probably 10 years earlier, I worked in Turkey and there was a lady there. Who, I worked in a hotel and there was a lady in the spa who did Reiki. So she gave me and my friends a little mini treatment. And I remember thinking, oh, that was really cool. I felt quite emotional after it. But I never, ever thought about, you know, it was 10 years went by before Reiki ever came back into my life again. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why. It's almost like, again, it kind of landed at my feet. And then I had the treatment. And it, for me, Reiki made me feel very, helped me get the clarity that I needed to kind of figure out, okay, I, I want to leave my job. What am I going to do? So, yeah, I kind of fell in love with it. And then I went on as trained as a Reiki master after that because I thought, oh, hang on, this is really cool. It's really helped me. I'll go and train in it and help other people. So, yeah, I, I just fell in love with it. Mm, yeah, amazing. It's such a powerful modality. And then how did, what happened next that ended up you becoming a coach? So from, it was really, I, the Reiki gave me the courage and the clarity to think, okay, I want to quit my job, which now I was a bit of. So I, I just took the leap, actually. I didn't have any other job to go to. I'd started making soap. So I had a little soap making business that I'd been doing up until that point and doing markets and things like that. So I had a bit of a, well, a very small, small business to fall back on. But I just quit my job and I thought I'll sell my soap and I'll, do my Reiki treatments and we'll go from there. And then, so that's what I did. Uh, and it was tough, you know, I didn't have any money for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. um, but then I trained in uh, no hands massage, which is just a, a particular technique of massage, reflexology. And I built the holistic therapies business up. So I built that up, built that up, built that up. And then I uh, wasn't really I was struggling in my business and I, I started to get into coaching so I hired a coach I did a business coaching program for two years and then I found my coach my mindset coach who was amazing who trained in America and and I just got so much from it I just fell in love with it that because I'm one of those people in human design I'm a five one so I am one of those people I want to know everything I want to mm. know the inside I want to know you know, the five one is the heretic investigator. So I want to know everything about everything. Mm -hmm. So I just trained with my coach to be a holistic get out of your own way coach. You know, holistic therapies have been amazing. And, and I think sometimes you take everything that you need to know from that modality and you move on or you stay with it. You know, again, it depends on you. And I feel like, you know, I've kind of got taken everything that I wanted to take from holistic therapies and I just love my coaching. I love working with clients and helping them 
get out their own way, really. So, yeah, um, at the moment, I'm in the process of moving, downsizing my holistic therapies business and moving more into coaching. Yeah, that's how I got that's how I got into it. Amazing. And so what advice do you have for people so that they can sort of get out of their own way? I think that everyone can get out of their own way when they make a decision to do that. And I think sometimes that decision only comes when we're really kind of under pressure. So when things are, you know, really, really bad. So we either move away from something bad or we move towards something pleasurable. And because we're creatures of habit, we get so stuck in the way that we do things. It's often like for me, when you know things get really, really bad, then you go, all oh, right, okay, I'll do something about it. I'll make that change. Because it's scary and you know, wobbly when you suddenly decide that you want to quit your job or set up a business or, you know, start doing Facebook lives or whatever it is for you that is your next kind of leap forward. But everyone can do it. Everything is possible. I'm so passionate about helping women to really get out there and shine their light. We all have this unique gift to offer the world, whatever that is. Mm. right now more than ever the world needs that gift whatever you have so I'm really passionate about helping people to do that so it's all doable it's all possible when you make that decision and say like this is it Mm. yeah absolutely and how do you incorporate your spiritual practice into your business I've just written a blog about this funnily enough. I study A Course in Miracles. It's one of those books that I've tried to get into and then, you know, found other books to get into. But I do the daily exercises and I came across one. I think it's lesson number seven. And I think it's, I feel fear because I see something that isn't there. Mm. So when there's big changes going, like at the moment, there's a lot of changes going on in my business. And when I feel fear, I go back to that lesson because I realize that if we understand you know that tiny mad idea that we are separate from source if we go back to that and realize oh my god you know I'm not separate from source you know and I'm always guided I'm always protected I'm always going to have that you know that father figure mother figure however you want to you know, describe it there with me so that's a big one I've been using a lot at the moment is, is kind of going, using some of the lessons in A Course in Miracles. Um, at the moment, I'm doing a lot of stuff from an amazing lady called Tosha Silver. She does a lot of stuff about surrendering. So I think surrendering for me, particularly, you know, in this period of time about letting go and letting source do its thing really. So it ties in with that Course in Miracles lesson. So yeah, letting go and letting source do its thing because I was talking about this in my group the other day I was saying like when we try and ego our way through the world when we try and force and push and make everything in our businesses the way we want it to be it's got to be this way it's got to happen that way actually we're like a little kind of flea that's shouting at the universe when there's something much bigger and more powerful out there to help us so I have this little God box, again, this is from Tosha Silver, and if I have a worry or a concern or a question about what I need to do in my business, I surrender it. I just hand it over to the universe, and it gives me that sense of security that it's kind of taken care of already. I don't really need to force or push or make any decisions. I will be guided. So I think in businesses sometimes we, I know for me, I'm like an ex-forcer and pusher. <laughs> I, 
have to learn to surrender and then let go a little bit more and where can I surrender a bit more and that's a massive thing I've been working on at the moment and that's really helped me to just kind of have that security that it's things are taken care of. Mm, absolutely this is something that I struggle with a lot as well it's like I'm so good at like doing the action and like doing all the things but then you have to remember at a certain point it's like you have to surrender and like allow that receiving so it can come into your life and I think that's something a lot of people struggle with because it takes so much faith and trust that you're going to be taken care of yeah absolutely yeah it's it is that and the ego creeps in and there's fear you know and we we go into that doing or oh, have to do something i have to do something do something so but it's such a powerful process for me personally as i move away from my holistic therapies business to move more into coaching i had to make a decision about where i have my treatment rooms and i didn't know you know what to do about it so i put it in my in the god box and I surrendered it to the universe. And I didn't do anything, which is very, for a manifesting generator, it's really difficult because we want to be doing things all the time. Well, we all do. It doesn't matter if you're a manifesting generator. We're kind of conditioned, aren't we, to mm. do, 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 do. But then the universe, my landlord did something and I just flipped and I thought, you know, I can't be in this treatment room anymore. And I left and I, when I sat back, I was like, oh my gosh, the universe literally landed me the answer right in my lap. It was so, I was like blown away by how powerful this process is. So yeah, surrender it, but you know, the outcome can come in lots of different ways. Be prepared, that's mm -hmm. the thing. Because when you can let go and surrender, and when you can totally get out of the doing, just be in that being phase, trust. Crikey, it's, it's powerful what, ha what can happen, so... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely okay. what were you gonna say i was just gonna say we, we all kind of fall into that doing trap don't we we all mm. fall into that kind of gotta be doing something in our business otherwise mm. it's work, you know Mm, absolutely like especially as a projector like you read so much stuff it's like wait for the invitation and like you're only supposed to be working four hours a day like you're not here to be doing all the things and yeah. it's like it's it's hard but when I am able to get into that space of letting it go and like trusting that the work I'm doing is enough then it always comes through like I'm always taking care of and it's never the moments where I'm like pushing and pushing and pushing and trying to make things happen it's always when I like take a step back and I allow it to come in then it shows up in ways I could have never predicted yeah exactly it's like when you're waiting for a phone call isn't it it never mm -hmm. always comes when you nip to the bathroom or you go outside for a moment when you've switched off from it, when you're thinking, not even thinking about it. And, and we kind of know this stuff, don't we? But I think we're so conditioned to be doing it the other way around. But yeah, when we get in that flow, and I think that's why human design is so important, that it gives us permission almost. You know, it gives you permission as a projector to only work three or four hours a day and to wait for the invitation. It almost gives, you know, gives me permission to never initiate, <laughs> which is on all my life I've always mm. been that one to initiate but now I I wait for what the universe gives me and then I tune into my sacral is this a yes for me or is it a no for me mm. and oh, it's just so much easier so much easier it's a blessing really mm, yeah absolutely and what are some other spiritual business tips that you found helpful I think 
spiritual ones, I think consistency is a big one, but that's mm-hmm. not really spiritual kind of thing. <laughs> uh, I think one of the main ones is, again, coming from human design, this is why I love it so much. Mm. When I realized I was a non-specific manifester, that was, again, a huge enlightenment moment for me. Because if you're a non-specific manifester, you just go really general. And most of the time we're taught as manif- you know, how to manifest. We have to make lists and we have to do very specific things for the universe. And we have to do this, that and the other. So uh, that's been a massive eye-opener for me in how I manifest in my business and how, you know, all of the whole strategy stuff as well. But also tuning into letting go and not forcing and pushing is a massive one. But there are so many ways that we get in our own way, so many ways that we go into that part of us, the ego part that hangs on to all of those stories and all of those beliefs that, you know, you know, as I work with clients, there's so many things that we uncover that are fascinating stories that we've made up when we're smaller, stories that we, you know, from society in general, you know, we can't do this, this isn't possible, blah, blah, blah. But my experience over the last seven years being in business is the more that you know yourself and the more that you do the inner work and as spiritual entrepreneurs, we probably do this anyway. But I think when we recognize that inner journey, the inner journey is to success. It's an inner journey is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And when you know how you operate and when you kind of make your ego your friend, you know, a lot of people, some I hear so an ego or oh, stupid ego or whatever actually it's there to protect you in a way but if we can make friends with that and this is some of the work that I do with my clients is I get that part of you on board with what you want to create and when you've got some tools and tips and practices to be able to do that there's a lot less resistance comes up or the resistance will always come up but you know how to deal with it you know mm-hmm. how to get out of your own way you know that you can okay, this has come up for me now and I'm going to do this practice, I'm going to do that, whatever it may be. So it doesn't stop me anymore. It's not that the ego is never going to weigh until we become an enlightened being, but if we understand ourselves and our patterns of behaviour and why we do things, I think it's a really, really powerful force and we don't have to buy into that story. We don't have to buy into that voice in the head that is there to kind of get in our way so know yourself and and make your your ego your friend Mm. i think it's a massive one to help people to to really propel themselves forward Mm, yeah totally and i love what you were saying about the whole like being a non-specific manifester because i'm non-specific as well and i really I felt like that whole writing things down and having to focus on it so much and being so detailed, it always brought up so much resistance and the things that I would just kind of be like, oh, I want something kind of like this. And then the perfect thing would show up. I think it's so important for people to know that because it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I think it's massive. When I, because I've done all of that, I tried manifesting, you know, it was one of the first books that I read was Abraham asking it was given. Mm. And I bought a whole vision boards with, specific things I've written down the car and the color and what alloy wheels I want mm. on it it never really worked for me I'll be honest it, it worked in certain ways but it never really worked and I can never figure out why and then and I was like you I was like oh, it just doesn't feel right or you know I hit I want to hit this income goal in 
this month and it never happened. I was like, why does this not work for me? Mm-hmm. But then when I, I just have a general kind of, I have a business that I love, you know, that brings me a great income that serves people at the highest level. And, and that to me is like so much more aligned and so much freer and easier than it, making it all specific. So I think that one of the things that I, I use human design with my clients, but one of the things that I often do in my group is I'll get people to send me their charts and I'll say, hey, which one, and I'll tell them which one they are because I think it's really, really important. And from a human design perspective, you know, there's no right or wrong in human design, but if your arrows at the top of your head are pointing towards the right, it's kind of like the future way that we'll be moving into these things. So we go through phases in our kind of evolution, as it were. Um, and I think we're moving more towards the more non-specific manifesting way than that old kind of way of, you know, grasping kind of, I've got, I've got this and this is you know, specifics of it. And again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Mm. I just think it's more the new way, the way that we will be moving into manifesting more into the future. So it's a really important one. Definitely. I think it's um, fascinating. Absolutely. I don't remember where I heard this. I think I was listening to a podcast, but they were saying like previously more people were born as specific manifestors because we almost needed to see that evidence of like thoughts becoming things like that person, like focusing on that very specific car and then having that car. Like we needed to see that example of that. And in the future, now that we understand it, it's like we're moving away from that and it being more about like the feeling and the energy of what you're trying to create. And apparently more people in the future will be born as non-specific manifestors. Yeah, that makes total sense because whenever I, and maybe I'm in a group and I post something and I say, Hey, you know, show me your chart and I'll tell you what you are. Nearly all of them are non-specific. There's not that many from, you know, and this, I'm talking just generally, this Mm -hmm. could not be true. And I don't know any exact figures, but um, I did it in a group the other day and say maybe 15 people responded. And out of that 15, maybe two of them were non-specific. So yeah, it makes sense that most people are Mm non-specific, are specific rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, non-specific is the way that we're, we're kind of, and we're the one, if you're non-specific, we're the ones that are kind of blazing that trail to say, mm-hmm. hey, look, we can do it this other way. We don't have to do all of that other stuff. We can do it a different way. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just wondering, what are three of your favorite books? Oh, gosh, it changes. I read them and then I put them away and then I go back to them quite a lot. One of my favourite ones about money is A Happy Pocket Full of Money by David, I can't remember his name, but that's a great one for mm. money. I've just got into Tosha Silver and I'm loving her at the moment. She's got, if you're a non-specific manifester, actually, it's a great book, a great book for anyone to read. But if you want to kind of surrender and let go a little bit more, her books, Outrageous Openness and It's Not Your Money, mm. are fabulous books to read. Yeah, I'll check her out. She sounds amazing. Yeah, she is really cool. I just love that whole idea of just letting God sort it out. <laughs> it's mm. taking the weight off. I've just read The Untethered Soul. That was really, mm. really good. I have to say The Universe Has You Back by Gabby Bernstein mm. has been a go-to book for me for a long, long time. So it's hard to pick three. I'm such a bookworm. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> I'll put four in there. I'm sure I could put more in, but I won't do them. 
Amazing. Well, this was so incredible. Can you tell everyone where to find you online? Yeah, my website is louisehowardcoaching.com and I have a group called Soul Aligned Success on Facebook and I do a little masterclass in there every week. There's lots of stuff going on. So that's mainly where you can find me in my, in my Facebook group doing lots of lovely stuff to help you grow your business. So, yeah. Incredible. Thank you so much for today. It was so great talking to you. Thanks, Kim, and you. Take care. Thank you.